Welcome to the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast with me, Jatia Jones. Join us weekly for everything clarity. The truth is, once you have clarity, you'll have the confidence and courage to succeed in life and business. If you're new to the podcast, you should know my goal is to help you gain the clarity needed to transform your visions, goals, or dreams into reality. For my OG listeners, you all know that the podcast was birthed from the evolution of Mocha Monday's tip of the week. So when we moved to the podcast, I couldn't just leave you without your mocha. Therefore, at the beginning of each episode, I give you your drop of mocha and you are to implement it throughout the week to help inch you closer and closer to clarity. This week's drop of mocha is, in the words of Jay-Z from the Blueprint 2, The Gift and the Cursed album, he said, then B.I. said, Hove, remind yourself, Nobody built like you. You designed yourself. And I love that verse for so many reasons, but mainly because as a multi-passionate person and a multi-passionate entrepreneur, you have the space and freedom to design the life of your dreams and not just dream about it, but actually live it. This week's episode is with the one and the only, the experienced designer, Brie Kara herself. And I love her so much because she helps her clients design a blueprint for whatever experience they're celebrating in life. And you have the space and freedom to do the same. Brie Carroll, military spouse, event planner, community builder, and speaker, transforms spaces and hearts through authentic design and purposeful planning. With a background in civil engineering, Brie brings her brilliance of problem-solving and strategic thinking to design transformational experiences with her company, B. Carol Events, LLC. As a voice in the Mill Spouse community, she holds the title as the 2020-2021 AFI Air Force Spouse of the Year and advocates to strengthen military marriages on her internationally broadcasted podcast, Hearts and Stripes. Bree is the founder of Military Marriage Day, a national holiday celebrated annually on August 14th and is an executive producer of the GY6 show, a virtual fashion exhibition highlighting military veteran, spouse, and dependent designers around NYFW. Hello, hello, hello. How are you, ma'am? Hey, everyone. So first of all, Jatia, thank you for having me. I am excited because I am a listener. So now I get to be on the other side of things. So hey, all my multi-passionate people out there. Um, I am one of you. Like this is Ooh. this is family. It's just us talking. So I'm excited for this conversation. Well, thank you for saying yes, because like I was saying before we got on camera, you're a busy person. You be booked and busy, which is one of the one of the many reasons why I'm excited about today. Like I'm yeah. super excited. Because you know, as multi-passionate people starting out anyway, you get really burnt out and discouraged when it comes to really making money trying to do what you love, right? Mm-hmm. And you are a prime example of doing the most in a good way in a good way 
and and actually making a living doing what you love and what you yeah. naturally do, just being you. And so I'm excited for the people to be able to say, you know what? That's my friend in my head. She just don't know it yet because I right. can so relate to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my friend, they've heard your bio. They've gotten their drop of mocha, which by the way, shout out to Brie, y'all. Brie is the reason you get a drop of mocha. Because I was like, you know what? We're just transitioning. We're going to go from Mocha Mondays to just the podcast. And she was like, why not just give them a drop? And I was like, genius. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for, y'all. Like, it's fine. (laughs) She's a business bestie, y'all. That hurts. Facts. This is so we are letting y'all in basically on conversations that we have all the time. And I know y'all have already heard my formal bio, but I'm going to give y'all the behind the scenes scoop from it. You know, the the version that they're not going to read before I come on stage. And what that looks like is I am a little brown girl from Patterson, New Jersey, shout out to Jersey, um, who fell out of place in a lot of different areas because I was multi-passionate. And a part of my backstory, which most people don't know, is that growing up, I was always torn being multi-passionate because I love to dance and um, do creative things. Like I took piano and all these things when I was younger and I was a nerd. I love science and math. And I remember I would do both, you know, up into leading up into my childhood. And I had a decision to make when I was in high school. So I could either go to the performing arts high school or I could go to the STEM Academy, right? Um, For all of those that science, technology, engineering, and math is STEM. I think they made it STEAM because they done added the arts. I was like, you know what? Y'all could have did that when I was growing up. It's fine. But I had to make a decision. And one of um, someone who has kind of been a light or a North Star, if you will, for me has been Dr. Mae Jemison. Um, For those who don't know, she's the first African-American female um, astronaut to go into space. She's also my soror. So shout out to her, but she has been like a North star to me and in reading her biography as a child, I saw that a lot of my experiences in experience that she had already lived. And she also, uh, loved dance and loved the arts and her mother sat her down one day and just was like, look, you can be a scientist who dances, but you can't be a dancer who then does science. Like you have to pick one and in a way to go for it. Now she still danced in her life. Like she still did the things, but she had to pick a main thing to kind of chart her path to make greater impact. And the reason why I share that story is one, because that led me on my path of STEM Uh, and and going into engineering and civil engineering and all of those things, which really did add to my life. But I share that to say that as multi-passionate, oftentimes we think people are like, you got to just choose one. That does not mean you neglect the other. That does not mean that you cast the other thing aside because it's still a very important part of you that you absolutely do need to still lean into. I can remember even in I think I was in middle school at this time, I did a performance with our African dance troupe at the time 
uh, on this stage and I'm from Patterson. So I think it was over. It was another part of Jersey where we traveled to, to do this whole big performance, like lights, camera action, like full auditorium full of people, uh, in this like convention center, like large stage for, for a small girl. And I remember getting on that stage and lighting it up and on the ride home, I was on such a high I was just like, I want to do this all the time. This is amazing. Cause I was still, my adrenaline was still pumping. And to think that, oh, I'm about to give this up to go start to do what? Differential equations in Cal three. What, what is happening? Like it didn't make sense. But what I realized is in picking math in picking STEM, when I looked at my peers who are in my engineering classes with me, I identified that I had something different than them. I, being a multi-passionate, I brought something more to the table. I appreciated my peers who wanted to just sit in front of the computer and design bridges and all of these things. I was like, that's great. There will be a place for you. But I was always the spokesman that had to present the presentation, that had to bring things together, who could paint a picture to the average person of what we were trying to advance and the improvements that we were trying to make. And in that area, that's where my performance, you know, kind of hung out. Or if I had to um, do something, and we'll talk a little bit more about how design continues to play a, play a part in things, uh, even now as a speaker, creating a proprietary method, it really stems back to engineering principles um, where I developed a bridge blueprint, which is my care method. If you want to get nerdy, I can talk about how they, how they tie in, but all of these things added to what I was building and building up to. And, you know, thank God I never took the, the choice to go in one particular direction at a time as it meaning that I had to let go of these other things because what I tend to find out as I talk to people and especially other multi-passionate people, we cannot run away from all the things, right? We can't. It's a part of us. It's going to keep us up at night. It's going to be that, that idea that continues to surface. And there's a reason why we should lean into those things. And that's why I love Jatia because she's my business bestie because she helped create that thread that says, look, boo, you doing the same things and all of these different areas, just lean into it and not, and that gives us permission to venture out on that best next step so that you can consider, because once you get clarity around like how all of these different things tie together, you are truly able to continue to move out on that best next step so that you can be profitable in the things that you're doing so that you can have multiple streams of income. Um, I, I really don't like it when people blanketly say, just focus on the first thing. Like, yes, yes. At some point, we are going to focus our attention on one thing. Absolutely, I agree. But do not discourage the multi-passionate person or the person who has several ideas from negating the things that are also equally important to them. I love it how um, our coach, Patrice Washington, says, what's the, the quickest way to the cash? Like that first, net, that first best step may be that. Or... That first best step may be developmental. That first best step for you may be to brain dump all of the multi-passionate ideas that you have, get clarity around it, 
And then you can say, okay, this one makes sense for now. That one makes sense for five years from now. Ooh, but this one ties into this one. So if I can set that, you know, it, it's a process that we have to see the big picture. And I love how Jatia says it. It's, it's a force between the trees mentality. As an engineer, I totally get that because I want to see the, I see the forest. Yep. Technicians, typically they want to see the minute details and all the stuff. No, I'm, I'm looking at this whole forest and I'm knowing how all these trees, and that's how my brain is working. I'm, I'm designing designing it to where if you look from a sky view, you see this beautiful design that most people who are just walking past trees will never appreciate because they don't have that perspective. And oftentimes the multi-passionate has a different perspective and they need that to be whole and come together. Don't listen to them people who are walking past trees and don't understand what you got going on from your viewpoint. Come on now. And, you know, for the longest, I kept flipping, flopping back between just saying, you know, visionaries, because most multi-passionate people are visionaries. Like they see in 3D and Mm -hmm. in living color. Right. And I've always told people if I had a superhero power, it would be that my eyes are projectors so that everybody can see on the wall what I see in my head, because. I can see, like you said, the whole picture, the forest. And then it takes the work of figuring out the individual trees to make up this forest, right? We need to place the one with the yellow leaves over there, y'all, and the one with more green leaves over here. And so that is the work. And that is normally where, you know, us as multi-passionists be like, this ain't coming together fast enough. And I am trying to look for the money. So I hop to the next best thing. But you said so many things. So let's dissect. Let's um, so let's see, where do we start? We start with, yes, I love the fact that your, your, your presentation piece, the arts piece came out when you presented for everybody else. Cause you know, I get, one of my favorite shows is the big bang theory. Like the nerd in me yes. totally gets it. Right. And my, people are like, why? I think it's kind of funny, but anyway, hilarious, right? <laughs> so even in that aspect of being a Brown girl from the South, right? Like you can be a nerd. You can be cute. You can be fly. Oh, a, all of it at one time. A nerd doesn't have to be the one Poindexter with the tape around the glasses. Like you can be it all. And, you know, I see in the younger generation these days, it's like, I gotta be a city girl and not let anybody know that I'm smart. And I'm like, when did this happen? Mm -mm. But I bring that up because it's, it's the whole premise of yes, you can have it all. You can be all the different things. But to your point, once you get clarity around all of the things, that thing of prioritizing and focusing that we normally hate to do as multi-passionates, it just naturally happens because it starts to make sense. If I finish this one first, I can make 10 times the money because that one can pretty much work by itself after I finish. And then Mm -hmm. I can go over to this one that causes more of my attention while that one's making money and still make money with this one. So it, it, I am getting better with saying focus. <laughs> I hate the word yes. down, like, right. That makes you go as a multi-passionate, but you do just tend to naturally focus. And so 
I loved all of those examples and yeah. all of the essence of you. Um, and let me just add this, what it comes down to the way I like to typically say it is we need to add more ends into our lives. People feel like you have to be this or that. Like I need to be a nerd or a fashionista. Like, no, add an and in there. You can be a nerd and a fashionista. You can, and that's the same thing when it came to the, the Dr. Mae Jemison example, right? Mm-hmm. Figuring out how to pair it so that it's an and and it can work. I think what gets us held up is people are making us choose. And it's like, no, you just need to figure out how to appropriately add your ands. Your ands will make a difference of how you tie these things together. Like, yes, I want to be a devoted wife and good mom and a millionaire. What? There's nothing wrong with that. People make it seem like you have to pick like, no, I'm going to be both. And you're going to watch me do it. And that's okay. You got to get, you have to stop making people because society will definitely want to put you in a box and make you start picking. And I, I am in this 2022, no Mm -hmm. longer going to allow people to say you have to pick. No, what is for me is going to be for me. And I'm going to keep adding these ends. And I highly encourage anyone who is listening that is multi-passionate or feeling like they have to pick one or the other. No, you have to design an experience that matches what your core values are. And that's what I love to do. That's what I'm passionate about doing. And a lot of that has to do with figuring out how to keep those ands, adding those ands into your life, into your experience, because that's how you're going to thrive. That's how you're going to go to your next level. That's how you're going to create impact because you bring something unique into this world. And if you keep limiting yourselves with these ors, you are not going to show up as your best self. Okay, so one, you said, and hey, you're going to watch me do it, okay? Um, I started to break out into- Who's going to check me, boo? Where's my mug? <laughs> I don't have that mug today. Today I have a help me help you help us. That's the okay. mug I have today. But who's going to check you, boo? You're right. Um, but even with that being said is- Dang, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about- <laughs> we're, And you're going to watch me do it. And yeah. the ands- and the oh, a lot. So, but anyway, I'll go to the the ends. It's like creating a perfect sentence. Like you can create more impact if you put things in appropriate order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sentence may say the same thing with the same components, but it might have some more punch if you appropriately place them in right. a strategic way. And so, like you said, being intentional about where you place those ends because you can do it all, but it's right. about that strategy and that planning as well as the designing. And so let's dive more into the you and the design piece, because like you said, you can be also a fashionista. So you have military marriage day. You uh, also have the whole fashion thing going on. Come on. So look, let's back up. So who I am and what I do, let's start there. So I design experiences and what that looks like is I design events. So that is how I utilize my planning and strategy. That is my engineering brain at use with problem solving. And that is where a lot of my event production comes from. I am a creative at heart. So I can see some things that most people can't see. I like putting things together. Uh, I love strategy 
uh, and figuring out how you can best align with other brands. I do that for my clients. Uh, We're going to do this for this uh, clarity conference coming to a city near you. Um, So it's it's something that I, I love to do because it's a big puzzle to me and designing an event or in, in, the, in this case, that's the experience that I'll be designing for my clients. It creates something that is impactful and meaningful. I will say I absolutely enjoyed being an engineer, but let's face it, um, designing concrete is not the most exciting thing in the world. Like I love the mission and the things <laughs> that I was that I was serving and working for, but designing experiences, um, you can see the impact in the eyes of people, right? You can see how it levels up my client's business when they implement a live event uh, portion into their transformation uh, strategy. You can see the impact that designing events and experiences can make in that way. And then the other side of that coin for me, I'm designing community. So shout out to all my military veterans and military spouses. I design community. That's through the Command Collective. That's through Military Marriage Day, a holiday that I just founded because I felt like if we could have National Taco Day, then we can have Military Marriage Day. (laughs) And we celebrate it annually on August 14th. But that came out of me seeing an experience that I was not going to just be okay with. The narrative in military marriages is that, you know, people sleep around, marriages are failing, they just gonna get married two and three times and just keep... And if that's your experience, you know what? You did the best that you could. What I want to do through these platforms is say that you have an opportunity to design a different experience, that you can thrive in your marriage, that you do need to follow the things that I put in place so that I can support people through Military Marriage Day, through the Hearts and Stripes podcast to thrive and live at a level and an experience that you feel fulfilled with. So it's all about designing experiences, whether that be in your community or whether that be for my clients or the events that I produce when it comes to events. Mm-hmm. And you even have a playlist, the, the Hearts and Stripe playlist. Company. Yes, them heart so, tracks. Get yes, you ready. The heart track. <laughs> I, and I love how you were like, I saw something I wanted to make it better. I wanted to make the impact of the world a better place because military is all over the world. Absolutely. And I'm going to create it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the multi-passionate, we tend to be problem solvers. And one of the fun things I was thinking about, even for this community, hey, y'all, let me give y'all some homework. I would love for y'all to take some personality tests and then tag Jatia and let us know what your top five are. So I did uh, Clifton Strengths, right? strength finders. And I noticed that one of my top strengths were futuristic, which means I'm always thinking like five years out, even in my engineering, even in my engineering job, I was a, um, a planner to where I was looking at the improvements of the base and the facilities like five and 10 years out. So I was like, that's funny. And I'm wondering like, if there are commonalities with our multi-passionate brothers and sisters out there, with our personalities, because oftentimes, and I love that earlier on, you said that if you had a superpower, it would be to project the vision that you see so that other people can see it. When I look at strengths and the reason why I love strengths is because even with, cause I, you know, I'm a coach, coaches have coaches, right? So Mm -hmm. my strength Mm -hmm. coach, what one of the most recent sessions that we talked about was 
me looking at my top five strengths and mm-hmm. knowing that these are, these are my superpowers, but what is the difference between a superhero and a villain? It's just how you use your power. So the multi-passionate person, right? The multi-passionate person, that is a superpower that you could choose to use for good, or you can choose to use for evil. It's all about how you use it. And oftentimes people like to make the multi-passionate person, oh, you're not, you're not following the thing. You, they trying to make us a villain. No, you can absolutely use your superpower, that vision that you have, how these other things tie together. If you want to do nails, DJ, uh, create a clothing brand, like coach somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm knocking on your door. <laughs> if you want to do all of those things, that's amazing because behind all of that is you want it to be impactful or you want it to be creative or you want it to give somebody an experience that they had not had before. Like that is a superpower. And I, I often think that if we don't understand who we are, our personality, which is why y'all have homework to go do these personalities tests so that you can really understand like, I should be leaning into these strengths because if I lean into my strengths, then I'll be able to better develop what I'm already good at, as opposed to trying to limit yourself and, oh, well, they just said to just do this one thing. So I'm going to just force myself to operate in an area that I'm weak. And then you wondering why it's not working for you. Mm -mm, We're not doing that. You absolutely need to lean into your strengths, lean into what you're good at, lean into those things that are tugging on your heart, that's bringing you in all these different directions. And I'm not going to say everybody's going to get it. Jatia gets it. But most people look at me, they like Bree. So you speak, you, you organize the virtual fashion show with GY6. You created a holiday, like they getting tired, just trying to communicate the list of things. But in my mind, it all ties together, even with the clients that I choose to serve. Let me say that again. Even with the clients that I choose to serve when it comes to events, I am excited to show up and execute their events, help them plan, design, and create strategy around their events because I I see the impact and how it ties into the people that I'm talking to on the podcast. I can send them to their events. That may be an affiliate relationship or that may be something else, but I see how what they are doing in the world ties into what I'm doing in the world and how it all works together to change people's experiences. It's all about designing experiences. I had to take notes. So So that's why I was looking down. Okay. Cause you said so many great things. Um, And yes, you were coming for me and it took me a really long time to realize like, with me doing all of those things, it was helping people express themselves, right? Yes. Their mm-hmm. uniqueness in a way that they felt would shine, um, whether that was through their nails, their clothes, whatever the case may be. And so I'm still doing that. I'm helping people communicate with clarity, Absolutely. whether that's verbally, like their clothes, their expressions, what I help people communicate with clarity. And it was in the doing all these things because the clarity's in the doing that I was able to get clear, right? So with that being said, let's go back a little bit. So you were talking about how they try to make people out, multi-passionate people out to be the villain, right? Mm -hmm. I have to express, and I can't express it enough, that that is because your light shines so bright Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so many people are afraid of going against the grain. Yeah. And they are afraid that if they let their light shine, that they might be condemned and they can't take it. Whereas most multi-passionate people, we've been condemned the whole time. You need to focus. You need to do it. So we're used to it. Doesn't yeah. feel good. Right. And they don't want you to let your light shine because that means they'll have to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. And we're not about dimming our light to make other people feel comfortable. Absolutely. We're here to set the stage. So like when I said earlier, doing the most in a good way, doing in a good way, always a good way, like do what you do the way you do it. I tell people all the time, I wear sequins every day if I could. Like, I don't even know if you can tell, but my, my sweatshirt's glitter, y'all. That, that's <laughs> okay. Yes. Like do the most, do you let your light shine bright. Be that lighthouse so that the people that you are called to serve see you from afar and they have that light to guide them towards right. inspiration and being who they are authentically are. So that was number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, when you said about the whole superhero thing um, and what's the difference between a superhero and a villain? I have a good friend um, who's a therapist and she always says that um the origin story of the superhero is never a good one. It always stems from some mm. kind of pain or weakness or whatever the case may be. But depending on if they take that origin story and use it for good mm-hmm. or for bad, you either get Superman or you get the Joker. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so when you said that, I was like, that is so good. But all of those experiences, you being a dancer and an engineer led you to this point in life to do what you do and to do it for others. So like yeah. you were saying, when you create these events, you can see the impact in the eyes of your people, whether it's mm-hmm. a wedding or uh, corporate events, like you can look across the room and you see how it's impacting others right and so I thought that was a very good point to really hone in on also because most of the time it's not about us it's about who we are called to serve because we've experienced this whatever and we don't want anybody else to experience that and or we want to take our gifts and make their experience amazing and so the one thing I can say is that as multi-passionates we have the permission, the right, the birthright, um, and the gift to design the life we want to experience. Mm -hmm. So because you do everything from relationships to community, to fashion, to corporate, to wedding, like you design experiences, birthday parties across the board. And it's the experience and people are left with that amazing feeling that you were able to help curate. And so what does it look like? Just pick one out of the hat with working with you to design an experience. So I would say what it looks like to work with me when it's, when we're designing an experience is I really want to know the heart, the why behind why we're doing this event in the first place. Like, a wedding, that's kind of people typically like, oh yeah, we in love. We're gonna get married. Yeah, but why are we having a 200 person wedding? Why are we not just eloping? Why are we not having a luxury elopement? Mm-hmm. Who who are we trying to please here? 
What are we trying to look for here? So working with me is we're going to get to the deep work. What is your impact truly going to be on this experience? Are we just keeping up with the Joneses or do you want to have a profitable event? You tell me it, the choice is yours. I'm going to push you towards having impact. I'm going to push you towards strategically thinking so that your event not only touches the people that you want to touch, but also doesn't leave you feeling depleted. Because when you work with me, especially for my B2B clients, I want my clients to operate in their area of genius. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes when it comes to events specifically, people dread, like the team dreads when they have to have an event because there's so many moving parts. There's so many uh, logistical things that need to happen in a certain order, um, everything from, and, and the way that I like to break it down, I break down my um, event experience, especially when you work with me into three main areas. There is a pre-experience that needs to be designed. So from the second people engage with your brand, the second you talk about potentially having this event, what experience are you creating even before they step in the room? And for, for weddings, the invitation that they get in the mail, that first touch, what does that envelope feel like? You're setting a pre-experience for what you're inviting them to. So that's the first stage that we kind of talk through, that pre-experience. And to parallel, parallel that for my business owners out there, taking it out of events, that is um, when we're talking about our branding. How does your name ring bells? Before people meet you, before they talk to you. What is the pre-experience that people are having with you? Is it confusion because you lack clarity? Is it a lack of confidence because people, you only talk about that one thing that you do, but you, and then you kind of like whisper like, yeah, and I also do blah, blah, blah. Like my multi-passionate people, get, get bold with yours. Like, yes, shine. Jatia said it, let your light shine. Don't, don't allow that pre-experience to be one that is negative fine tune it, get clarity around it so that that pre-experience is like Jatia said, oh, she do the most in a good way. Mm -hmm. That is that pre-experience phase. So the second phase that I walk people through is that present experience. When they walk in the room, what do you want to happen? Is there a transformation that you want to happen? Is there an ah, a wow? Are, is, are you trying to surprise and delight? Like what are, what are the elements that are going into that present experience? And, and also with that present experience, how's your present pockets going to be looking too? Like people oftentimes want to just talk about the pretty when it comes to events, but they're not talking about their pockets. You need to be profitable because you can get burnt out doing an event. We're not here to just do things for just to do things. Cause when you're working with me, I, I subscribe to purposeful planning. We're not just planning for pretty. It's purposeful planning. How is this moving the needle for you personally? How is it moving the needle for the people who are experiencing it? So thinking about that present experience is really big. I'll translate that out of events for my business people who maybe don't do events. That looks like when people work with you, what experience are you creating in all the things that you do? Are you so burnt out because you're doing 30 different things that you can't focus on the one thing serving that person that's in front of you because you don't have clarity around the 30 things? That's not good. You have to be clear about your present experience and how you are going to show up. Sure, you can have 
multiple things that bring you revenue, but are you doing those multiple things? Well, Mm -hmm. are you also getting rest in that? Are you operating in your area of genius? Cause you can be the visionary, but you can also delegate too, so that you can show up fresh in that area. So that's the second phase that I walk people through. And then the third the third phase, most people don't think about, and that's the post experience when it comes to events. Oftentimes that could look like marketing. Did you get a, did you create a reel, a highlight reel of what happened? Did you get testimonials from the people who were in the room while that adrenaline is going, while they're excited about it? Did you get a two-year contract with a sponsor and not just a single year contract? Like thinking through what is your, hey, I'm I'm trying to help the people get (laughs) thinking through your post experience. So what does that look like? Does it look like, hey, we we just executed that event. We're going to take two weeks off, take a nap, and get right back into that planning process. Like you need to think about what is the longevity? What, what did I, what was my call to action at the event for what, for this post experience? Because now there needs to be a transition into that mastermind, a transition into that you providing the service that they said yes to whatever that looks like, or that product that they said yes to, what are you transitioning them into? And what does that post experience look like? So those are the three phases that I walk my clients through when it comes to designing experiences and not just for the client either. I talk about how you set up a team And you are conscious about the experience that your team is having, which is normally why I come alongside the team and I take the functions away from that virtual assistant who is like, oh, wait, so I got to send emails and plan an event now. Don't add the burden of doing something new onto a team because you're taking them out of their zone of genius as well. On the day of, do you have enough support? To, to truly serve the people the way you want to serve. Thinking about the team's experience matters. What about you as the CEO, owner, speaker? You should be able to just show up to your mm-hmm. event, ready to serve, looking good, smelling good, and ready to give that fire. But you cannot do that if you are not thinking about your own experience, your team's experience, and you're, and you're worried about... your the people who are coming, their experience, it's a lot of factors to take into consideration, which is why I ask people to let me operate in my genius so I can take care of that for them. Mm -hmm. So that they can, because, you know, with every event, like never fails, something's going to go wrong. Absolutely. And yeah, the audience may not know, have known what to expect. So you can kind of play some stuff off, but you don't show up and your level of excellence. And I'm so tired of not just multi-passionates, but especially us, mm-hmm. because we have a tendency to show up for others before we show up for ourselves, yes. giving breadcrumbs when you can give a whole full course meal, if you put yourself first and knowing that self first isn't selfish, mm-hmm. we would actually appreciate that more because we're not getting the attitude because you tired or you frustrated because something else has already happened with said event or with Mm -hmm. your business, allowing people to show up in their genius zone allows you to show up in yours and everybody is blessed for it. So those were amazing points. Um, So yeah, I don't want to take up all your time because you know, we could talk all day, every day, day. but (laughs) (laughs) you definitely, definitely have 
um, honed in on a lot of great points. And so before we head out, I ask everybody the same question because they all know um, the ABCs to um, clarity. Clarity. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask you these questiones just so, you know, they can get a gist of kind of where you've been and things like that to let them know that you are not alone. Okay. You are not alone. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. So <laughs> first question is first. What's something you've had or have to accept about your past, present, or future to free you to reach infinite heights in your business? Um, I think one of the things that I have to accept is that everybody isn't coming with me. Mm. Everybody's not coming with me. And I had to realize this. Um, so I'll give you an example. Uh, this past year or past two years, I've served as the 2020-2021 Armed Forces Insurance Air Force Spouse of the Year. And uh, as Jatia lovingly said, I do do the most. But in my military community, that is not common. Um, a lot of mindsets, and I'm not saying it's their fault, but they settle. A lot of people in our military community, their mindsets are there. They settle. The military life happens to them, not for them, which I feel like it happens for me. All things work together for my good. I'm just, yeah. and, and I feel like as much as I would love to bring people from my childhood, from my military community, from my college experiences, everybody's not coming with me because when I start talking about like, I want to make millions because I know then I can have million, million dollar impact. That doesn't sit well with the average person. So I had to accept that even family, they're not mm -hmm. going to go along with me. Look, I married a whole pilot. You best believe I'm trying to get the jet. I'm trying to gas up the jet. I got stuck in Mexico just for client work. Got stuck in Mexico. And the first thing I said on the phone to my husband while I was sitting here looking at all these flights canceling and delays, I was like, so, you know, I really need you to just gas up the jet and come get me. See? That is the level that I am thinking on. And everybody cannot come with me because they're not going to agree, affirm and support that mindset. And I cannot fault them for not having the mindset that I have. I just have to accept that they may not come with me. I will pray that they get there. Mm -hmm. I'll have a hand reaching back, ready to bring them to, but everybody may not come. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like uh, episodes on television, you know, characters leave and all of a sudden they come back in season five when they left in season two. Mm -hmm. um, and I need sound effects for the podcast. Cause when you said that, I wanted to go, dun, 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 dun. The, the, <laughs> I wanted the horns, like right. that is so real. And that's one of the hardest things for most of us to accept is because a lot of times those individuals are included in our original why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, as y'all can see, she, she talking about fueling up her personal jets and stuff. Y'all know I want an island. So right. this, these are the, this is Which why, is why you're my business. business. Right. Like exactly. it only makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I love, love, love that you said that. And to be there with open arms, if and when, if and if when, and when. Ready. yeah, because just as much energy as it takes for you to vibrate lower to to meet them, 
and you tired after your intercation and all interactions with them they're just as tired to vibrate higher to reach you so you know you can't fault them you just pray that they get there because you see their potential but don't hold on to i hate to say dead weight but dead weight that's gonna slow you down from being able to do what you need to do to create the impact so that you can be that trailblazer so others can follow you and they can catch up if and when they're ready so that was spot on i'm gonna get some sound effects okay so what's (laughs) one thing you must believe to achieve believe to achieve Ooh, two things came to mind that i am worthy and i am enough Mm -hmm. um i think coming from my background it is easy for someone to look at me and be like wait you were an engineer wait they trusted you with multi-million dollar contracts wait you can do that kind of math or you can own your own business you I, but you from you from the hood like my husband comes with me all the time you you from the real hood I was like no I live around the corner from the hood let's be clear you um, know what? I was about to break but, up to the TikTok phone too. The hood, hood, the really mm-hmm. anyway. Keep going. Uh, uh, uh. But <laughs> so I, I just feel like there is a there has been a constant effort that I have had to personally do when it comes to my mindset of feeling worthy and then also feeling like I am enough. I think. Um, having the degrees, getting the certifications, joining another mastermind, joining another, doing another thing. And it's like, okay, but Brie, if you don't do another thing, you have everything that you need right now to take that first step. You might need clarity around what that first step is. Sure, we'll give you that. But you don't need another thing to be worthy or to be enough to get to that next level. And I, I, I really hone on hone in on this in the community that I lead, the Command Collective community. And I believe that um, I'm trying to inject this into my military, uh, military spouses and, and service women that they need to thrive personally in their mindset. They need to thrive in their marriage and they need to build a legacy. And that may look different for everybody. But at the core, you can't do any of that if you don't know what your identity is. If you Mm -hmm. don't feel worthy and if you don't feel enough Mm -hmm. and your other areas of your life, your business, your relationships, all of that falls apart. And we're talking about big things, right? But let's talk about the small things. Your relationship will fall apart if you don't feel like you are worthy or enough, because guess what? They're going to treat you like you're not worthy or you're not enough. So it doesn't it's not just something that we got to get right in business. It's also something that we have to get right in our day to day, too. Mm-hmm. all great points because yeah people will take everything that's free absolutely and you'll be over there struggling and about to close down your business because you're trying to give it all away because mm-hmm. you don't think you're worthy or enough and I've been saying I've said a lot this past week actually is that for my believers you know God qualifies the call he doesn't call the qualified absolutely so if you know you have this purpose you feel this deep down in your soul don't worry about trying to go get all the qualifications or I'm mm-hmm. not qualified because I don't have a degree. It could just be your life experience that qualifies you. And, and let me add in what you talked about earlier, though, to that point. It's not for you anyway. It's not for you. Why are you sitting here trying to be 
and this I'm talking to myself I'm coming from my own life snatching my own edges but how am I sitting here talking about I'm not worthy I'm not enough boo it ain't for you anyway the way I show up and serve when it comes to events designing uh communities and and designing experiences it's not for me So who am I to say I'm not worthy? I'm basically saying the person that I have been called to impact, they're not worthy. Mm -hmm. Or that God didn't make the right decision when he made mm -hmm. the decision. Because you've been cherry plucked, whether you feel like it or not. Correct. Especially my multi-passionate. Like we sometimes feel like, why couldn't I have that one? I just knew what I wanted to do when I grew up and I did that that's hardly ever us it's be like like you said you were titter-tottering between the two right Mm -hmm. Um, I changed my major three times in college let's be real so but though all of those experiences got you to be able to do the impact the way that you do it that nobody else can do it correct which is why people come craving for you they come calling for you Mm -hmm. yes somebody can do event plan but not like you right Right, like right. I stopped calling her an event planner, y'all. I call her <laughs> an experience designer. I'd be like, my experience designer. So yeah, you he equips the call. He doesn't call just those who are already equipped to do this thing to make the world a better place. So bah, bah, bah. pass the collection um, plate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you've actually just answered the other one of the other ones about what would you instill in your clients but you just told us with that with the community so how has embracing but mm-hmm. you've touched on this a little bit too all of you all areas of you contributed to your success or equipped you to do what you do ma'am I can show up free it is bondage of the mindset to continue to question all these different elements of yourself versus just walking in the freedom and liberty of saying, God did not make a mistake with giving me two and three and four different visions of a thing. And I have these talents and these, all these different, that is freedom to walk in that you should want to walk in as opposed to continuing to question, embrace it embrace the different elements of yourself. I have, I will confession. I dance, right. But I was, I I have yet, maybe I did one. I did one reel when I, where I danced. No, two, two. And everybody knows like, bring you a dancer. So when I did it, it was like, we've been waiting for this. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's elements that people are like, uh, we've been waiting. We already know. We already know. So when, so, so when you go, and it's making the time to lean into those things, giving yourself permission to embrace it fully and, and in seasons, right? Cause right now I'm really busy with my client work. So no, I'm not going to set up my camera and be like five, six, seven, and let's go. Like I'm not, it's not going to happen right now. But as I onboard help to, to get things off my plate that are not my area of genius, I will have the time to where you can fully see my personality come out. You can truly see the different elements and components of me um, more, more visible. And I would just say it is okay. And matter of fact, my multi-passionate people, you should crave walking in that freedom. Mm -hmm. So what's holding you back from it? What's holding you back? Girl. That's a whole nother conversation. For a look, whole nother look, conversation. look, we're going to leave it there for now. Because we'll we can go all the way that. there. We- 
what's holding you back? Just think about it. Get your pen and paper journal if you need to set up a session with Jatia. Uh, she'll drop the link and add it in her show notes. Uh, if you need a, a one-on-one consultation, the price is going up. Um, it's it's fine. <laughs> I absolutely love you. But yeah, no, all of that is real. It is really real. So like, like that level of freedom, that level Mm -hmm. of freedom is peace like no other. Absolutely. And like the young kids say, you move differently. Like the reason why the podcast is called the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast is because once you have that clarity, you have the confidence and the courage to be all you to Mm -hmm. to be to be you are free to be you are free to be you you are free to change your hair color every day you you're just free to be and Mm -hmm. the weight of trying to do what is right or what others say or the way others do it is lifted and you are free to be and you truly shine in it it is a feeling that I pray everybody experiences once in life yeah, if not because let, look, let's break it down like this. We are human what? Beings. We're not human doing. We not, we're human beings. You need to be free to be. You were created to, to just be. be. Mm-hmm. We, and this we, is why I want you to make money being you. Being you. Like once you know what you do, you can make money doing you. Like you just show up and you're you. Mm-hmm. And you made money like this is a real it's a real thing a but real people thing. don't people don't always think about that because they're too busy trying to be somebody else mm-hmm. and, ca- and, and that copycat but being different like the saying goes you have to be odd to be number one mm. mm-hmm. so don't try to fit in be you oh, and I people pay it. more for the odd i'm just saying because you can't just get it anywhere and everywhere. right because it's not a copy it's not a duplicate it's not a replica it's valuable. It's not a knockoff. It's Come authentic. On. Come on. And you spend about the same range. amount of money because your knockoff tore up in mm-hmm. less time than that original would. But, mm-hmm. you know, That's you fine. know. Walking freedom, okay. y'all. Last question. Any shout out? Who's in your squad? Who have you connected with for success? Oh, let me drop these air humps. <laughs> so I want to give a shout out to uh, my biz bestie, Jatia who allowed me to come on her podcast. Um, So shout out to her. Shout out to Sandra Ocasio Funnels with Sandra. Make sure you follow her too. She is also a part of the squad um, Mm -hmm. who definitely side eyes me about my prices and keeps me all the way together. Um, I want to listen, right? I got to shout out um, some male spouses who are doing amazing things. Jennifer Brantley being one of them. Um, She is over there in London, but find me mobile. Um, She is doing amazing things with products. She's also multi-passionate and I love her because um, she's one of those people in the space where you just know, you know how when you just know that they on that level that she's down to, to fuel up this jet and buy this island too. Um, it's amazing when you find your people, it's too many people to name, but I'm gonna leave it with this last shout out, which is my honey. So shout out to my honey. Um, y'all know I advocate for strong military marriages. And let me tell you, if I did not have, um, my husband who is, who is a supporter, he's more, I'm the more 
outgoing one. He's the more behind the scenes, but he will be writing on a whiteboard. Like, don't forget to tell him this, boo. <laughs> don't, don't, don't sell yourself. Love Did you charge them full price? Yes. Thank you. Cause you are worth that. Having him, um, encourage and, and both of us encouraging one another sky's the limit for us in this family. We are on a move to change our generation to set up our family and those around us, um, to truly thrive and and continue to walk out this legacy that we are building. And I will just say our marriage doesn't just bless the people who are in it, but the overflow of the blessings that come out of our relationship falls out to all that are around us and connected to us. So shout out to my honey, because that's another thing that Jatia talks about pouring from your saucer. When your relationship allows you to pour from your saucer, it's, it's a whole nother thing, which is why I want to see more marriage as well. But you can connect with me um, at It's Brie Carol on Instagram, that's more so where I like to play, but on Facebook as well, it's Brie Carol, LinkedIn, uh, slash, you know, LinkedIn slash in slash it's Brie Carol. Um, that's where you can find me and connect with me and for events, be Carol events, for all the things you can find me at BrieCarol.com. And there you have it. This was so good, Brie. Round two coming soon. Get you sound effects. By the time I come back, we're gonna have sound effects and we're gonna be acting up because you y'all just don't know. Yeah, we have best behavior today. We we have been. We haven't sang a whole lot of songs. There were a lot of times when we could have interjected like full songs and and lyrics. I didn't do my Jay-Z impersonation this time, but it's fine. When I come back, when I come back, I got Uh, 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 y'all. It's fine. I'm ready. <laughs> now y'all see. Now y'all see. <laughs> we gonna stop cutting um, up. I, but thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being you. Thank you for letting your light shine. I'm not gonna break out into my Tina Turner. Um, you know, the beginning of her movie, let my little light shine. But thank you for letting your light shine. Yes. Thank you for your time and your talent. And yeah, we're going to see you back on here again real soon. And yes, when y'all hear about the Confident and Courageous Clarity Conference. Yeah, coming to a city near you. When you just, walk through those doors, just be prepared for all of that stuff that she told you or gave as examples. Because I do the most to the point where I've had to ask questions. Be like, what is this call? Because I, I don't even know if it's called something, but that's what I want in there. It's fine. So, it's going to be in there. It's We're going to make up a name for it because <laughs> if it fine. does not exist, we will create it. Absolutely. So I'm excited about all of that. It will be virtual this year in 2022, the year of 2020. But yeah, definitely 2023 coming to a city near you. Be prepared. And for my multi-passionates who don't know that common thread and what you do, you can definitely check out the 30 Day Clarity Bootcamp. It's coming in March. And that way you can stop talking in silos about the individual things that you do and talk about the synergies and how each one makes the other better. So that's it for today. Thank you, ma'am. Have a wonderful, wonderful, I don't even know what day it is, but a day, a good day. A day, good day, good day. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast. I hope you'll come back next week and join us for some more. If you haven't already signed up and you're a multi-passionate person that cannot tell others what you do, 
You just talk in silos about how you do things, the different services, products, and programs that you have. Sign up for the 30-Day Clarity Bootcamp. And in those 30 days, I will help you hone in on what you do, not just how you make your money. So you can make money doing you. You, the link is in the show notes as well as you can just go to jateajones.com and you'll see in the menu the 30 day clarity bootcamp and with that have a marvelous 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 monday and i'll see you back here same time same place next week